today's guest is a branding expert turned self-taught designer who brings a fresh perspective and a humbling approach to the menswear scene. As the co-founder of La Paz, he and lifelong friend Andre Texera are the key contributors in putting Portuguese manufacturing and design on the fashion map by focusing on simple designs, quality production, and long-lasting durability. Inspired by the sea, their brainchild La Paz embodies a sense of soul and positive spirit, which when coupled with their humble and honest approach to business, has landed them in over 100 retailers across the globe. How did this little Portuguese company grow to be such a prominent player in the menswear world? Join me as I sat down with La Paz co-founder Jose Abreu as we chatted about their unexpected path to menswear, how trade shows played a key role in their success, and how he and his partner Andre have navigated the rough waters of the global crisis to keep La Paz afloat and thriving. Hey guys, Andrew here, and before I jump into this episode, I just wanted to take a quick second to thank my sponsors over at Bean Bundle, Canada's newest coffee subscription. Before I geared up for this interview, I used my French press using beans they sent me from one of the dopest roasters from across the country. Bean Bundle makes it so incredibly easy for people like me who drink tons of coffee every single day but love to try beans from different roasters. This process is pretty simple. You just visit beanbundle.com, choose how much coffee you want on a monthly basis, medium or dark roast, and they ship you different beans from the latest roasters on a monthly basis. Best part is that if you live in Canada, they ship to you absolutely free, and if you sign up using the code BUNDLE10, you'll save 10% on your subscription. Now go pour yourself a coffee and enjoy this week's episode. Jose, my man, the co-founder of La Paz, the, the pride of uh, Portugal. I'm, I'm excited to have you on. Welcome to the podcast, my friend. Thank you so much, Andre. Thank you for the invitation, man. It's my pleasure. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, like I was telling you before we hit record, I'm a big fan. Uh, I've known about La Paz for a really long time. I've been to the store in, in Porto. Um, I discovered it here in Toronto at Park and Province. Um, I know you, you work with them and uh, I'm, just, I'm just such a big fan. I'm really proud that, um, you know, you don't see too many brands out of Portugal uh, doing as well as you. And, uh, you know, that makes me very proud. And, you know, I'm excited to introduce you to people that have maybe never heard of you and uh you know to hear about your your journey so uh yeah welcome thank you thank you let's go for it <laughs> yeah let's do it i mean oh by the way your 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 collection your your latest collection is absolutely incredible i'm in love with the barbosa jacket like it's 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 at like the top of my list for things i want this fall it's very uh, we we it's a new model in fact but it's very comfortable very comfy and uh, we're doing really well it, it was a, we, we did it like uh, it was of a, an experience in terms of, uh, of of the materials we have used but uh, it worked really well really nice piece and glad yeah. you like it yeah yeah it's a great piece but you know one thing i gotta i gotta you know pick a bone with you here the the permanent collection i see a crew neck with you know featuring montreal in it and i want to know when are we going to see one with toronto yeah <laughs> Yeah, we we gotta work on we gotta work on that. Well, uh, the, the thing is, uh, these cities uh, sweatshirts they they started out as a, we did a showcase in in Tokyo. So uh, every uh, each brand, the, all the invited brands, uh, they they were supposed to develop a item specifically for for this showcase. So I know the most simple. You know the most simple thing you can do, which is like these memorably uh, sweatshirts, you know, from the from the past. So we decided let, let's just do a 
Tokyo sweatshirt, La Paz, Tokyo. And it was so popular at the time that we, then some people asked us to do the New York, uh, New York one, then this, and, and it all started a little bit like this, you know. So now recently, some of our customers from specific cities, they ask us to do for, for their own, for their own. Up, so it's, it's it's good fun. Yeah, absolutely. I I love them. So when uh, when everyone from Toronto is is available, uh, I'm definitely gonna have to pick one up. But no pressure. I was just joking with you there. Just work on that one. Yeah, for sure. So like, let's talk about La Paz. I mean, you know, obviously you're Portuguese. You live in Porto, so it's it's virtually impossible to invo- to avoid the inspiration that you get from from the ocean and the sea. I mean, for anyone that's ever been to Portugal. You know, you see it yeah. in the lifestyle, in the culture, like, the, you know, the, the ocean, the beach, it's, it's very much a part of, um, you know, the DNA of, of Portuguese people. But I'm, I'm curious, like, where, where, does, where does, like, the inspiration for this brand come from besides, like, the sea? Like, when did you realize you wanted to start a clothing line surrounding that culture, surrounding, you know, the Portuguese values? And, and, uh, and yeah, why don't you speak a little bit about that? From the... Me and Andrea, we are friends since ever. Our parents, they, they were friends. And uh, so we we grew up, you know, spending holidays north of Porto, uh, in Caminha and Muledo. And, uh, so we, we used to surf together. And then, and, and here in Porto, pretty much the same, because right next where I live, you have, you have still like this fisherman little port. So all all this imagery is is very present in our lives, you know. So we knew from the beginning, like we d- we don't have any design skills, you know. Yeah. So so the collection, if you look at the collection, it's it's pretty basic in terms of design. There's not not, not much. One of two items. Now we are developing some stuff in a way but but our our backgrounds are not on the design side so in in order to make it special we knew that the 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 brand identity should be something really genuine and and strong and uh, this imagery of this this we call it peralians these people who you know who, who by by the ocean all this life is something very present, but also in the uh, with the aesthetics because you have boats, you know, on by by the street, you know. If you go down down the house, you you can see the boat, a lot of boat fishing boats being fixed, and all these people fixing the 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 fish nets and all this kind of and. Uh, uh, Clothing is a very important part of the life of these people. They they need clothing clothes to be strong and and, and durable and, and so we tried to to pick this idea, you know, and work more around the materials and the textures than than on, on the design and. Uh, from the beginning, we wanted the, the brand to be very trans, uh, transversible in, in terms of the, uh, we wanted like the, a kid to pick it up, a 20-year-old guy and a 70 or 
year old guy to also enjoy the brand and the product and uh, so we, we wanted to be a brand for everyone and the idea with our model <laughs> it was pretty much that too you know we knew that if we pick like a an old guy this guy he is he's, he's, he's 72 now uh if he looks cool on the clothing everywhere everybody eventually will you know so so that was the main idea you know the, the main inspiration was pretty much that one so like you didn't have any design experience did you have like branding experience because like it seems like yeah this is something very thought out and methodical it's not like you know you you woke up one day and you were like okay like this is a great idea we're just going to find this old guy by a boat and we're going to put him in our clothes and take really cool photos and it's going to go well like it, it, it sounds like you know you have some experience with with, with branding would i be right in, in suggesting that yeah you're right yeah uh, my background is in communication i studied the communications and all my life I work on marketing and communications. Andre, uh, yeah, the, uh, um, Andre's mother he has a distribution company mainly for Italian brands, high hand labels. So he grew up around all that um, dynamics on distribution and, and all this. And, and uh, he's, he did uh, fashion management in England and he had a shop here in Porto and we had a shop called La Paz Merchant Studio and uh, I was working in, in an advertising agency and at some point I decided that I would like to do something different and I spoke with Andre and our goal in the beginning was uh, to bring to distribute some brands here so bring some brands but the economy was very low at the moment and uh, we had some contacts in fabrics in factories and, and stuff so we decided why not put our together we always liked clothing we you we, we get along really well for many years so that's what, what we did we did a put together a collection with 30 pieces and uh we uh, we some people had a friend uh, in London. He was carrying the uh, jacket required show, Mark Batista, and he's, he's our agent for the UK now. He also uh, a distribution company. So we we decided we, we went to New York. We did New York, uh, Paris, and it went well. First collection went well. People liked it. Was his buzz about because it was a Portuguese brand. So it was something pretty, I would say, almost exotic yeah, <laughs> at the moment, you know? Very exotic. Well, I mentioned that off the top, right? There's not a lot of, uh, you yeah. don't see it often, right? Yeah, but like it from the beginning and then things went well. We are turning 10 years in March. Uh, thanks God, I mean, we are, we are, business is growing. Everything is, is going well, you know? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you guys have, have done a really good job of, you know, in, in 10 years, uh, you're, you got tons of retailers, you uh, are, are very well known in the market, uh, you know, from someone that is in the market. So, like I said, I'm very proud and I'm very excited that you've been able to achieve that much success. So congratulations on the 10 year coming up. But what I find remarkable is like, so 
like you design a collection for 30 with 30 pieces which you know seems like a lot for someone that you know for for a couple guys that don't have a design background yeah. or just kind of winging it like you know yeah we, we we were lucky the thing about being in portugal is like uh the textile in the industry in portugal it was huge back in the 80s but it's still a lot of knowledge about technical parts and and we had a lot of help from from these people in the beginning we had some ideas so we we would went to the factories so we we, we would say listen uh, i want to do this shirt for example how can we do the cufflinks and uh, and uh, when developed the, the, the first prototypes we had a lot of help from amazing people who of course had a lot of experience uh, not only with the design but with the production side so that's why that's how it started and and that's what i was wondering about right like you because you know back in those early days i'm sure you know how to now but like back in those early days like you probably didn't know how to you know design a drawing or a tech pack or or any of those technical things right and so yeah you you kind of leaned on the people at the factory to help you out with that yeah totally totally of course now it's slightly different but still but but we we, we still on them a lot of course you know that design it's it's uh, it can break a lot of of, uh, of of issues in the creative process but uh, but but it's still the thing is uh, you 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 can i, I would ask uh, i can how can i say this it's just some people got a little bit stuck on the design part you know and that's feedback we have from uh, from the factories you know from more developed factories People work. Uh, that's the thing about La Paz, uh, as I told you in the beginning. There's not we we like specific stuff, but it's pretty classic. You know, we we're not inventing necessarily anything. You know, we, we work more around how you play with the fabrics and the textures. I think we we dedicate much more time to that than on the on the specific design area. Yeah, and I mean, listen, that that's that's a very important component of designing a good collection. You know, it, it's not all about aesthetics. You know, for me, I I'm, and I think this is one reason I really like your brand is I do find it, you know, very clean, very simple. You know, you can almost wear it for any occasion, and yeah, it, it's just not that complicated. But where I think you guys do really well is is the quality of of the clothing. You know the when when you grab a a crew neck or a sweatshirt like it it doesn't feel cheap it feels you know yeah very, that's for sure right it feels very durable and, and and i think that that's really important so like i totally understand what you're saying i mean i get it like it, it it's i think as a consumer i actually value the raw materials and a and a brand owner like i va i value raw materials more so then you know a, a super complicated design that maybe is you know very short term and trendy right i think uh no i mean there's there's brands for for you know there's a lot of brands for that amazing brands which which i love but but uh la Paz is more it's, it's just different you know yeah yeah and of, co of course after years, you, uh, we learn a lot in the process so even in terms of design there's a lot of 
of information of an experience we got in between and we take advantage of that nowadays but but uh, but the, the beginning uh, in the beginning we, we we were really helped by people who knew a lot about that more technical part of the of the business yeah for sure so so once you had the, the like 30 pieces ready to go uh, like you mentioned you went to the trade show so like you know you i know you do man paris new york uh you know you do obviously pt in in italy uh, you have a bunch of showrooms across the uk tokyo uh, etc like did you know at you know this is what you said you're going to do your 10 years so what you started in 2011 more or less yeah D- did you know like that you needed to go to these shows to find your customers or like did you ever consider selling just online no 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 we knew like like being portuguese you know like the that was a that what i was telling you the thing is that is a lot about the the materials so people would need to touch the fabrics and the, and the see by themselves it's not like it's not the uh, the typical brand you can launch on online that's for sure because it's a uh, even you know the colors the patterns the pictures is is very you really need to touch the collection and and a lot of people says this says the same i, I knew your brand for a long time but that's, you know people we knew we people we met in in Paris or New York, they go and say that I knew I knew your brand before, but the, but but the thing is that but as soon as I touch the materials, it's it's absolutely amazing, and that's that's what makes the difference. So so you're totally right, Andrew. It's just, it's just it's just uh, it's a lot about that, you know, La Paz. That's why that's why we we I think that's very important in the process of catching. A more mature audience like sometimes we see this you know this british guy the shop is you know it's around porto just to get some proper food proper wine and all of a sudden he gets in the shop and he says whoa this you know i like you know this shetland is proper shetland i like are you are you you the construction of this space the raglan sleeves uh, you know this reminds me of Back in the days when I used to buy these Scottish, you know, pullovers, you know, and it's and really we really appreciate that because uh, that's a bit the spirit of the you know. Yeah, it's totally. And I mean, listen, I I completely understand and and get what you mean by you know the importance of showing in person because. You know, I run a brand uh, that is very similar in terms of our core values and 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 using high quality raw materials and. You know, you could take the best photos, you can have the best website, but at the end of the day, uh, just from my experience, it's easier to sell when someone is holding one of my bags. Just like I'm assuming it's very a lot easier for you to sell when someone's holding yeah. a hoodie, right? So, you of know, course, I, yeah. I get the importance. And I mean, these shows are obviously very important to how La Paz has grown globally. Did you ever consider, like, I know you have some distributors, but like, you know, did you ever consider hiring a company to go do these shows? Because if you still do these shows, you still show on your own. Like you, you are still yeah, yeah, yeah. there, right? How, how important do you think that is in, in the success that you've had so far? I think it's a, it's a big part because me and Andrea 
we love people and we we love to be around people so we would never consider to to hire someone to do that for us because we we love to come and meet people and a lot of you know our customers are friends now you know we went to you know to our customers weddings you know yeah. <laughs> we go to dinners we go to so a lot of them they became friends during during so it's not only about the business but they, but it doesn't matter if, if you're selling something it adds a, a soul to, to the business of course we, we all have to to live and and put food in the fridge <laughs> you know i have three kids so but at the end it's it's about people you know it's about relationships and uh, if you lose that man it's like it's never going to be the same no i absolutely i i couldn't agree more i mean i love going to trade shows i mean i haven't been in like a year but you know there's just so much energy right when you when you when you're there you have something new to show people you know you're you're excited as a brand owner to be there to to show off what you know you've you've done you know all your hard work and and you know of course right and the fruits of your labor and you know i think if i was recommending to anyone that you know was in our situation looking to start a brand i would say that the, the retailers they want to meet the designer and there's no one to sell your stuff better than you like it doesn't matter yeah. how well you train someone right and um, and you have this instant feedback you know you, you've been developing a collection for a few months so as soon as you arrive to oh you're introducing a new fabric and you you know so you have an instant feedback on the fitting people will you know wear wear the clothes and hey listen Josie I think this I think that I think you should do like this maybe you guys should try another color it would be fun you know so it's an instant feedback that that it's very valuable for what you're doing. Does, you know? does that bother you as a designer when you have, you know, you spend like four months working on a collection, you get to a, a show, you, you know, you're excited, you put it up and then you have people kind of come in and say, Hey, this is like 85% good, but you should have done this or, you know, you should have done it in blue or uh, it that, that doesn't bother me at all. To be honest with you. I mean, you always learn in the pros. Maybe they are right. Maybe right. they are right a lot, a lot of times, you know. Yeah, for sure. So uh, at this presumption of uh, that the collection is perfect, it's not. It's, it's just, it's like uh, we do the best we can and we are open to learning the process to do better the next time. So I think it's, even if, if, even if it's negative, sometimes the feedback is always good. That's how you learn. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of people hate that feedback, right? Because it's, it's, uh, it hurts your ego and, and, you know, it hurts your feelings. But uh, I'm a big believer as an entrepreneur that, you know, you need negative feedback to, to, to become better at anything you do, whether, you of know, course. whether you're a designer, whether it's selling, whether it's, you know, every part of the business, there's always room for improvement. And I think you got to be willing to, to hear people in order to get better. So that's the only way i mean listen i know you're you're obviously a nice guy like we've we've gone back and forth trying to coordinate this and um you, I, I know i've been told through some of your retailers that you're absolutely pretty cool dude but that doesn't necessarily mean that you know that makes you the best person at selling your collection like it's not you don't just show up and people buy it have you learned yeah. any tricks along the way to to kind of move the needle and and help 
you know, help sales and, you know, any sales tricks that you've learned being in that booth when, when you're presenting? You know what, Andrew, I think we are, if you ask, you know, you know, some of our customers, of course, but if you ask like park and prop guys, I think our approach is pretty much the same from the beginning. Of course, you, I mean, you, you learn in the process is sort of, uh, of an evolution that, that, uh, in what you're doing, but there's no, I would, I wouldn't call, call it tricks. <laughs> you know, we have no tricks. Just, uh, when you, when you do what you like, it, it comes from your soul. So it's, you know, it's, it, it flows naturally for real. It's just like, you know, we speak with people, we are open to, to listen to what they're doing. We always like to know, uh, how the, how the product sells in the shop and then not what happened and uh, you know so and if if they don't like something they are the first to tell us because they know that we are home so it, it flows in in this way so it's it's very much just organic and and being authentic and and yeah you know, just being confident in the collection that you have and, and the product and finding the people that really believe in you to kind of support your dream and, and, and your goals, I guess, right? Yeah, that's it. Okay, so I guess then, you know, selling is more about just being authentic and believing in, in your product, your collection, uh, the brand, and, and then finding, you know, retail partners and other people to support it that, um, you know, believe in that vision that you have. Yeah, you're right. That buzz is pretty much about that, you know, being opening being open to to listen to, to, to your customer and uh, and uh, so after after designing the collection when you go with all your efforts the trade show is about you know just leave your ego you know <laughs> at home and uh, and uh, you know be be open to to listen on what they because most of times it's uh, it's very important information for for your development and for for what you're doing in the future. Yeah, totally. And then, like, I, I'm guessing that authenticity then like flows into uh, how your product does in store and like sell through. Because you know, when you talk to you know when you t when you talk to retailers or uh, or or brand owners, everyone's always worried about how is it going to sell in the store, like how. What's the sell-through percentage? Um, is there anything you guys do on that front to, to kind of increase sell-through in the retailer? Or is it just, again, one of those things where you're like, we, we like the product we design, we like the quality, and it's, it's going to do well once it hits the floor? We, we believe in a medium to long-term satisfaction, you know, from the customer point of view. You know, we, we don't, you know, we don't believe on instant selling. So when we design, especially because we have, we have uh, some of uh, more basic models we are doing for, for a long time now, we, we change the, the, the fabric, like the Lop shirt, we, we, we change the fabric, uh, of course, but it's, it's such a classic shirt that uh, and it, it gets a totally different effect uh, regarding each fabric we use. But we believe that as soon as we believe in the 
in the last customer, you know, it's not even about the retailer sometimes because of course the retailer, they know about what they are doing. They, they, they sell a lot of very good brands, of course. So yeah, we are competing in that sense. But uh, as soon as people start wearing like this specific shirt or this specific knit and they, they go back uh, home and they know this is this is nice they, they you know they wear it one time two times and it's no i really like this piece because i like how it feels i like the, you know the cut i like the fabric and then when they go back to the shop and after ne the next season or so and and, and they, they they pick la paz because of that that that's when we are winning you know yeah is is not when 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 you put the 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 product uh, on the shop for the, for the first time you know it's like it's a process so and we believe in that process in a way we're not in a rush to sell you know so but how do you convince your retailers that because it's that's a tough sell you know it's it's obviously very hard as a as a younger brand because again retailers at the end of the day everyone's trying to make money and the longer your stuff sits on a shelf the more it's costing that retailer so like how do you convey that message of, of patience to you know a retailer like hey like don't worry if it doesn't sell the first the first time it's going to sell I the think, second or third. i think it's because we don't try to convince them of nothing you know Right. We, we are not good at convincing no one it's like uh like in the shop I, I was in a shop yesterday so a customer showed up a guy from switzerland and then and he he couldn't decide between two pieces at the end he was just picking one but even about that one he said yeah, i'm not sure because i have some similar a very similar jacket at home and i always say i mean if you're not convinced, don't take it. Because the, the worst thing you can do is uh, you go home and there's this piece, you know, it's like some, it's not, I mean, if you want it, if you really want it, anything you, you need it, you pick it and you take it. If not, now I say, if you're not convinced, if you are, you know, if you can't decide, maybe you shouldn't take it. And maybe you can buy it online uh, a week after, two weeks after. So we do pretty much the same with our retailers, you know, we, we don't try to convince them. We, we try to sell them people. We believe uh, stuff we believe that will work in their own shops because we always try to, to know the shops and visit them and visit and visit them uh, every time we can. But uh, so we, we, we like to work more on that side even if you speak to, to Chris or, or Gray, they, they will tell you, we, we're not in the, we don't need to convince. Uh, I think they, they will convince themselves, you know? Yeah, if, and, if you're doing all the right things, right? Yeah, yeah. I think they, they know their own shops, you know? That's why we, we don't have order limits or, I mean, that's, that's we, we sell in all kinds of shops. Uh, they, some, they sell like, some furniture, some nice ceramics, and then they have a corner where they sell 10 pieces and five of them are La Paz. So that's amazing. There's mm -hmm. no point of telling, no, our other limit is 2000 euros. Right. So we, you know, because they know their shop, they, they know, they know how, how, how our clothing will fit their own shop. 
it doesn't matter if the shop is big or 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 small it's just about um what they what they believe that will work at their shop so i think the, the, that kind of work is of course when when you know people very well and they have you know buy from us and they bought from us in, in the past of course we could do that but maybe maybe you, you can pick this one or but it's not like uh i would call it i wouldn't call it convincing it's just just it's a conversation mm -hmm. you know it's more more like a conversation and uh, changing ideas than than convincing i would say yeah and it, you know it's it just i love how it just kind of all goes back to this this overriding theme of just authenticity and and being real and 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 confident really right and in, in what you're doing and you know i i think uh confidence has this weird thing of uh, carrying through everything you do and, and the people that you work with that you know if if they feel that in you and they feel that in your in your products and your in your brand then you know they almost it just almost sells itself naturally and they become confident that the end consumer is going to buy it and you know everyone's happy that way so you know i think the key i think you know the key message that you've you've kept pretty constant through this whole podcast is the importance of you know, having a vision and executing on it, being confident in it and authentic about your brand identity. And, you know, if, if all, you're doing all those things right, then uh, everything else should, should take care of itself. Yeah, you're right. I still get humbled when I see someone wearing like something we, we have designed or, you know, and, and that's why we are talking here, you know, I, I, I get humbled why you have interest in La Paz and why you like to talk with me you know so all this process after 10 years that's what you know that's what makes it worth absolutely <laughs> I, I totally vibe with that absolutely i mean we're listen we're we're both in the industry we're living through a tough time a crazy time probably something that we hopefully never experience again in in the rest of our lives but you know covid has really uh, adjusted a lot in terms of in terms of business in terms of consumer behavior so many, so many impacts that COVID has brought along, obviously, besides the obvious ones. How is your, how have you adjusted in terms of your processes, whether, you know, it be design or, you know, you mentioned you like to visit your retailers, which I'm sure you can't really do right now. You usually go to trade shows, which are not going to happen this year or next year, probably. How is La Paz adjusting on the fly to, you know, to sell, to to help out retailers to design like you know how, how much has covid impacted your process and what have what have you guys done to adjust when all this started we were just finishing uh, delivering the summer collection yeah so one week after all this you know started in a, in a very strong and specific way i mean the 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 business closing their their doors and stuff and so we, the first thing we did was uh, sending an email and calling all of our customers, asking if they wanted to reduce uh, the AW, the, the, the fall winter uh, orders, or even cancel it because they didn't knew. Uh, we did it ourselves because we uh, we opened a shop in Lisbon uh, last year and the shop was going really, really well. So we had... Uh, big stock for the shop in Lisbon, the stock for the shop in Porto, stock online, 
and all of a sudden all these flows that were, uh, we thought that they were passing through this, the, the, the same situation and we have uh, a bunch of, uh, of them who decided to, to cancel the orders, seven to 10 customers. And we have a few who reduced the orders and, and we also reduced our own order for this season more than a half. And uh, that proved to be a nice strategy because after that when, when, when the I mean when everything opened again they managed to sell really well uh, La Paz had, had a great sellout uh, La Paz uh, online grew up a lot so we managed to sell our the stock we had from the shops too so we, it was great and it was important in fact we learned that uh, because sometimes it's how, how you manage the stock, of course, is is like it's the most important part of uh, of your management, as you know. But we realize that uh, if we invest a little bit more on stock, on the online stock, we 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 would sell because a lot of times after two months we don't have like medium and large size. They they are all off, off. So <laughs> and we are, we were missing a lot of of. of of selling or sell through uh, because of of that so we learned a lot in the process too once again <laughs> and thank god that with most of our customers everything uh, went well they 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 sell well the the this last season the the summer 21 uh, spring summer uh, yeah yet a, a great season uh, selling season so we are very happy with that. So people are starting to to believe that we we can beat this, uh, even if we can't be uh, on the streets and on the shops uh, as much as we would uh, as we would like. Uh, people are, uh, I think, uh, I feel people are positive, mostly positive. That's uh, that's why I feel. Yeah, I mean, you have to be positive, right? And uh, yeah. the, you know, if, you, if you're going to be negative, you're just going to set yourself up to, to, you know, to not succeed. So uh, you definitely have to be positive. But how, in terms of spring summer '21, like, have you been? Because you talk, you know, we talked off the top about how important it is to touch and feel, um, which is why you've done really well at trade shows traditionally. How how have you adjusted to virtual selling? Uh, you know, that's an environment where obviously. There's no touching or feeling unless you're sending samples, but um, how are you managing that? Yeah, that's what we did. In fact, we did a little box with a, a sample of each fabric we are using on the collection and we send them to, uh, we have sent it to our customers together with a video. So we did a video showing the collection, me and Andre showing the video. Mm -hmm. And we were at the beginning. I was a bit like, oh, I, I'm not sure if they are watching a video for 45 minutes or so. So, but we managed to get a very, very good location in a in a beach south of Porto, where we spend a lot of time surfing. So we we know that uh, the the fishermen who used to hang out there. So they then lend us a, a fisherman shack. So we we did a video there. So it's very authentic location, very nice, and. So we did this video uh, explaining and showing the collection. And then we sent this box together with the uh, fabric samples. At least they could touch <laughs> the fabrics, you know. 
yeah, touch something. And uh, and it went really well. People loved it. And uh, of course, it's not the same. It's not near to that, but but uh, not even near. But uh, but it was good. It worked well. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, I I'd love to see that video. Uh, I'm sure it was quite you know done quite well. And uh, it's just it's amazing how businesses you know adapt and and you know yourself as an entrepreneur you probably never thought in a million years that you would have to make a video like that to you know to sell your products like it just you know COVID has really showed showed us how resilient we can be I think is there anything else that you've learned about maybe yourself business anything uh, during this pandemic that you know stands out in your head one thing I learned, but that's in general, that's not specific for my for my business, is that you don't need to rush as much as as most people were doing. You know, people are always in a rush, like running for something, having lunch with a friend you don't see for two years, but you are stressing out because you have a meeting after, blah blah blah. You know, it's people are always in a rush. You know, and I think that uh, people stop for a few months and and learn to 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 see things in a slightly different way and people understood that uh, they could work from home they can spend more time with their kids you know they they don't need to arrive at 7 or 8 p.m. To, you know to to cook something and then put them to bed and you know, they think they understood that sometimes they can you know spend an afternoon working from home and being around and you know drinking a coffee and chatting with the kids and go for a walk with the dog you know and i think that was really really important for uh, for a lot of people around me a lot of people i know i'm, I'm speaking of my part here in in, in porto you know and uh, i always try to manage and have some time for, for myself, you know, even if like through sports or reading a nice book in the morning, meditation. Uh, I think it's nice to have your own, find your own pace. Otherwise it's like, uh, it's not worth it. If you know what I mean, it's like, it doesn't matter if, I mean, <laughs> if you're always in a rush, you, you don't even have the time to, you know, to, to understand what's going on and to 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 enjoy, you know, and, uh, and and life is about that. It's about people and enjoying what you do. It's uh, I mean, doesn't matter. I mean, what's the point of having you know a million on your bank account if you don't have time to spend it, <laughs> of, or you know, of if of the uh, of you or you can't be with your friends or with your family. Doesn't matter. You just need to chill a little bit and. And I think that was important. Uh, a nice point of view this brought us uh, all this messy situation. But I think it, even in terms of the the design and designing the the collection and so, I think it you know, we did it on a different pace and uh, and I think it was good. A lot of goods came with this. Good yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean. You know, I, first of all, I agree with everything you said about uh, life slowing down. I think, you know, you see people walking everywhere now. You see families walking all together. Uh, you know, it's like mother, father, and, and three kids, which 
Yeah. A year ago, you would never see that. You know, everyone's going to be on their devices. Everyone's in their own world, and I think we've seen um, a real shift in 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 that behavior for sure. And I think it's important. You know, I mean, like I was I was just about to say, we we're, we work in an industry that is all based on timelines. Everything is timelines. It's when's the design for next year going to be done? Then we got to go to the trade shows. The order's got to be in by this day. We got to start production by this day. We got to receive the, you know, the, it's just, everything is just so fast paced that, you know, I think it, this has given people, uh, not in only in our industry, but an opportunity to be like, exactly what you said, like, what what is what's important to me you know what is truly important to me yeah because yeah if you're running around for 80 hours a week you know making half a million a million two million dollars a year and you see your kids for an hour a week like what's the point or you see your your friends so um yeah i i that really resonates with me too it's something that you know i picked up right away after like a month of you know once the weather got nice here in toronto i that's what i learned as well i was like wow like everyone seems you know no one would honk at you in the in the car like no one (laughs) you know like i i like to cycle like you know cars were letting you go by where like you know last year they honk at you they want to run you over because you're stopping their rush and it's just It's so it's it's so interesting that you know we're in two completely different parts of the world, but you know we both notice that same thing. I I find that pretty cool. The thing is that people most most of times, man, you can spend a week and you don't even give yourself the time to think what's wrong, you know, what's going on. It's just you just you're just in a rush. You just go meeting after meeting, and you go here. Okay? Even if I mean, even if you go do it sport you like, you're in a rush because you have something after, you know. <laughs> so you don't even enjoy what you're doing at the moment. It's always and and stress and and you know comes from that, you know. Like sometimes you just need to chill a little bit and 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 see, see things from a different perspective and and all this problem because. You know, it was a big mess, but but I think it makes us see things from a different perspective, and that, that can be good. I agree. I totally agree with you. All right. So what's next for La Paz? Ten years coming up. I'm sure you're planning something. You got a little smirk on your face, so there, there must be something <laughs> being planned. Uh, is there anything that you know stands out that you can share that um, – you know, in, in maybe in terms of design, I guess maybe a party or anything like that's probably not going to happen at this point. But uh... yeah, we are planning to launch a book, launch a book, and with some interviews of people and from the from the customers and people from from the production side. People know us from these last two and who helped us a lot through all this process. And then we'll see. We. we uh, on the New Year's Eve, I always say, uh, I never ask much. I did. let it be as it is. <laughs> you know, if it, if every everything remains as it is now, everything is good. Man, it's like we have a great team. Our team is uh, it's amazing, very nice and kind people, and family is good. I mean, just if everything can remain as it is, it's a it's a big blast. Can't ask for much. 
I love that. I love that. Well, Jose, man, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. Love, love, love everything you're doing. Keep up the good work. I hope everything stays the same for you and, and, and keeps getting better. And yeah, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much, Andrea. It's great to meet you, man. Great to meet you as well.